12 Tamos, Yud Beis Tamos, Tzadik, his praise, 436. When the Rebbe told me about his Bodidut, going to a secluded place and meditating and conversing with God, I said, but surely man has free will. The Rebbe did not answer me explicitly, only indirectly, as if to say, but even so, meaning that even though he might not be able to explain this matter to me completely, it was still necessary to follow this practice. I could not ask further because I knew that the same question applies to all the existing prayers arranged by the rabbis on such subjects as repentance and drawing close to God, as, for example, the blessing cause us to return in the daily Amidah prayer and so on. 437. From a manuscript written by a member of our group. The Rebbe said it is good for a person to say during his meditation, Today I am beginning to be attached to you. Each time one should make a new start, because whatever comes later always goes according to the beginning. Even the philosophers say that the start is half of the deed. Whatever happens, it is always good to make a new start each time and say, Today I am beginning. Suppose things were already good, now they will be even better. And if they were not good before, God forbid, then it is certainly necessary to start anew. 438 once, the Rebbe spoke to us at length about the importance of Hitzbodedut. He spoke in extravagant terms about the greatness of this practice, and he said that while it was impossible to tell people to follow it for more than an hour a day, for fear that it would be unduly burdensome for them, the truth was that they really needed to spend the whole day in secluded meditation and prayer. The Rebbe said many beautiful things about Hitzbodedut, saying that this practice is above all else. He said, you know... It is even possible to whisper to a pistol not to fire, because the power of speech is very great. Understand this well. The Rebbe continued talking about this for the whole day. Whoever follows this practice regularly is very fortunate. Wisdom. His wisdom, 190. The Rebbe said, Many times I imagined what it would be like to die. I did this to such an extent that I literally sensed the taste of death. It was as if I had actually died. Another time, he told me, as a youth, I would think what it would be like to die. I imagined how people would cry over me. I would imagine every aspect of my death. See his wisdom, number 37. To do this well is a very difficult task. 191. The Rebbe once came inside and said, What do you do when a great mountain of fire stands before you? A very great treasure lies on the other side. The treasure cannot be reached without passing through this fiery mountain, and you have no choice but to reach the precious treasure. After several days, the Rebbe spoke about this again. He said, It has already been revealed to me what must be done in such a case. See Sukkah 52a. 192. I was once speaking with the Rebbe and mentioned the fact that people find it difficult to believe that that Sadiqim today can be as great as those in the past. The Rebbe replied, If they believe in God then they must also believe that there are tzaddikim. Tzaddikim exist in every generation, just as God himself always exists. Understand this well. Book, a righteous person. A. 108. A person who has perfect faith in God is capable of pleasing the tzaddik. 109. One who is free of idolatrous thoughts will always yearn to save the tzaddikim. 110. When a person wants to benefit the tzaddik, the Holy One gives him the ability to do so. 111. A Torah scholar who rejects his teachers has his years shortened. 
112. A person who assumes the position of rabbi when there is someone greater than himself has his years cut short. 113. When a tzaddik must pray for something but is afraid of those who will dispute his righteousness, he should ask for the very opposite of what he wants. 114. When a wicked person who has done some evil comes to the tzaddik seeking his approval, the tzaddik may save himself by telling the wicked person that he has done Kitzur well. Kitzur Moharan 1, Lesson number 272. 1. It is a cardinal rule in the service of God that a person should look only at the day in which he presently stands. This applies to his approach to obtaining a livelihood and his material needs, whereby he must not think from one day to the next, as it is taught in the holy literature, and it also applies to his service of God, whereby he must look only at the present day and the present hour alone. The reason is that when a person wishes to enter the service of God, it seems to him as if it is a heavy burden, and as if it is impossible for him to bear such a weighty load. But if he thinks that he has only today, it will not be burdensome for him at all. Furthermore, a person should never procrastinate from one day to the next, saying, Tomorrow I will begin. Tomorrow I will pray with concentration and feeling, and with the right enthusiasm, or the like. For a person has nothing in his world except the present day and the present hour in which he is now standing. Tomorrow is a different world entirely. This is the explanation of the verse, Today, if you heed his voice. Psalms 95.7 Specifically, today. Lesson number 273 1. There exist very great tzaddikim who imbue their children with souls that are loftier than the 600,000 souls of the Jewish people. Lesson number 274 1. There exist wicked people who work and struggle all their lives in order to uproot themselves completely from God. They do this because they have no pleasure from their sins and desires due to the holy point of Jewish holiness which is still in them. And consequently, they struggle to achieve complete atheism. But their point of Jewishness, which lies dormant in them, does not allow them to succeed. Know furthermore that some of these people, when they finally do reach complete atheism, beyond any shadow of a doubt, thereupon die at once, and then they see the truth. Lesson number 275. 1. Each and every mitzvah that a person performs in this world is made into a candle with which he can search the treasuries of the king after he passes away. Fortunate is he who merits this, since this is the ultimate pleasure of the world to come. 2. The tzaddik who kills himself, so to speak, during his lifetime, merits to search the king's treasuries even when he is still alive, which is the greatest of all the delights of the world to come. The Seven Beggars The Third Day there are differences between the various days. There is Sunday, Monday, etc. Besides this, there are new moon days and festivals. All the time that the true man of kindness has comes from my hand. It is I who go forth and gather all the true kindness from which time comes into existence. It is for this reason that he is wiser even than the wise man who is as wise as any day one prefers. This is because time and days come into existence primarily through the beggar with a speech defect, who gathers true kindness, which is the basis of time, and brings this kindness to the true man of kindness. The latter gives a day to the heart, who in turn gives it to the spring, and as a result, the entire world is sustained. Therefore, 
Time is brought into existence with parables and lyrics that contain all wisdom through the beggar with the speech defect. Therefore, I have the word of the true man of kindness that I can recite parables and lyrics that contain all wisdom. All time, along with parables and lyrics, comes into existence through my hand. And now, I am giving you this as a wedding present. You should be just like me. After he gave them this blessing, there was great joy and rejoicing. Nelson's letters, year one, letter number 180. I forgot to add this at the end of the letter. In Uman, the Cloys is standing on its site. They have not broken in again, God forbid, as they have been frightened. Nonetheless, there has still been no legal action against them. Reb Avraham and Reb Naftali may their lights shine, as it appears from their letter, have already sent the matter on to Kiev. This Reb Avraham Weinberg sent me three silver rubles on Erev Shabbat. He is a great friend to us. Reb Moshe Fischel Landau, who is an influential person there, sent a message to the study hall, charging them to stop their harassment and warning them not to do any more damage to the cloys. In the end, they will suffer for it, he said. They also called the Dipitat, meaning the official in charge of placing soldiers in private homes to be fed and so forth, and they pressured him to remove the soldier that he spitefully placed in the home of our comrade Rabbi Avraham Yitzchak. They were going to add more. We were terribly pained about this because he is extremely poor. So this Rabbi official pressured him until they were forced against their will to remove the soldier from his home. Thank God who has helped us thus far. In those days it was customary throughout Europe for soldiers to be placed in the homes of citizens when a platoon was passing through a city. In Tiravitsa, the Machloket is raging very intensely right now. Rabbi Yitzchak, son-in-law of the Magid, Rabbi Yukutil of Tiravitsa, one of Rabbi Nachman's earliest and closest followers, of sainted memory, has fled from his home, and one of our comrades has received lethal blows. He never fully recovered and suffered severely from epileptic attacks. A doctor has gone there to make an inquiry. With God's kindness, this will be a great setback for them, the opponents. But at the moment, we need a lot of compassion. Salvation is in God's hands. I am writing all this after the search for Chametz. May God obliterate the evil from our midst, and may He obliterate our enemies and those who oppose the point of truth. Greetings to all our comrades with a great love especially to my distinguished friend Rabbi Yaakov, may his light shine. I received the two gold pieces, and I have already blessed you that you should enjoy a complete recovery. I am surprised at you, my friend, that you have been remiss about putting your hand to paper in a letter to me. While it is true that you do not know where to begin, failing to write altogether is no answer. I trust God that our covenant of love will never ever be broken. Great waters could not extinguish our love. Rivers could not wash it away. Be strong, my son. Be strong and take a good, careful look at yourself. Consider your ways and look very closely at what is happening in the world, at this whole evil drama that is taking place under the sun, particularly in these last generations before the coming of Mashiach, when your enemies, God, are scoffing. If you cannot correct the world, you can certainly rescue yourself. Free choice is always granted, and there is no barrier in the world that we cannot break. Do not give sleep to your eyes. Flee as a deer from its pursuer, and consider your ways carefully. Think about how you can rescue 
your soul from this world's flood of torrential waters? Is it by ripping up our prayers and holy books, God forbid, or by reading them? Remember and clarify in your mind the difference between these two paths, even if the one who rips and the one who reads are otherwise equal. Certainly we have some idea ourselves as to the difference between them. Beyond this, we ought to believe that there is no one who would tear a single page of these books who would not first commit a great transgression, God save us. And there is no one who would say one of the prayers or look into one of the books who would not have some very wonderful thought of repentance, as you know. The rest you will know about if you merit in the future to meet with us and to hold on to the love which binds us together in this world and the next, eternally. Nussin's letters, year two, letter number 438. With thanks to God, Sunday, Hoshana Rava, 5604. May you be sealed for good eternally. To my son, may he live. Along with all his family, may they live. I received your letter today before Baruch Sha'amar in the morning service. I read it immediately, though there was really no time, and you can understand how pained I was. This is especially so since your letter reached me at a time when I was suffering from my abdominal pain, and nonetheless, on such a day as this, I was compelled to pray with the congregation. Thus, amidst my preoccupation, confusion, and weakness, I received your good letter. I nonetheless believe that everything is for the good. I received the sum of three and a half silver rubles, and I distributed it as you wished. May the merit of your charity stand by you to rescue you from all evil from now on. I petitioned God, Hoshana, save, please, on your behalf, and I asked that I should know how to answer you. But now as well you must encourage yourself with the fact that at least you are not an opponent of truth such as this. For the truth of the matter is that there are people who are far, far worse off than you, and in addition they are vehement opponents, and they do more damage to themselves and to the world than they do by their many sins. Thank God that he has rescued you from one thing, that at least you are not an opponent. Believe me, there were times when I experienced exactly what you were going through now, and even more. It was precisely then, too, that the Rebbe said to me, Blessed is our God who created us for his honor and separated us from those who err. And also, against me you would have fought. Tzaddik number 176. I still encourage myself with this, and it is the source of my entire vitality. I do not have time to write you any more about this. I hope to God that he will say enough to your suffering and to mine, and that he will quickly save you. He will not stay at odds forever. Right now, you do not need to think at all about how you will fulfill your daily obligations. Just leap through the day. Just leap through however you can. Tzaddik, number 522. Do not think about the past, and certainly not about the future. There is nothing to do. Everything will fly past. We have someone to rely on. God is extremely great, and we know nothing at all. He is constantly finishing. You were at Rosh Hashanah, and you will be again with God's help. Everything will turn into good through the song played on the 72-stringed instrument, the Kutei Maharan 2, 8, 1. And the verse will be fulfilled. On that day, Israel's sin will be sought out, i.e., they will search and look for the sins in order to turn them into merits, and they will not be there, for they will be included in infinity. The descent is for the purpose of ascent. The Kutei Mohoran 1, 22, 11. 
Do not force matters in the slightest and do not start thinking at all. As for what they are doing to you, do not look at this at all. Just leap through. Seize happiness and joy. Now too, you need to turn the grief and sighing into happiness and great joy. The worse you think you are, the more you need to rejoice and turn the tremendous grief and sighing into happiness and joy. That a person such as this still merited to be at Rosh Hashanah in Uman and to prostrate himself upon a holy and awesome tomb such as this. He, the Rebbe, did not look at this world at all, and for him, the entire world does not amount to the wink of an eye. He can remove the ten kinds of arrows, and he can cure everything. See Rabbi Nachman's stories number 13, the first day and sixth day. This is the true explanation of they shall obtain happiness and joy. Grief and sighing will flee, which the Rebbe revealed, the Kutei Mohran 2.23, to turn all the grief and sighing into happiness and joy, as I just explained. Understand well how to really rejoice with it, and do not start thinking at all. Just leap over the mountains and skip over the hills. These represent the measures of the song, etc. But we need only to leap through in the simplest sense. Nor ebegespringen. Just leap through, really and truly be happy. The words of your father, Nassan Asaf ben Berachyahu ben Shima ben Michael ben Baasea ben Malkia, ben Etni, ben Zerach, ben Adaya, ben Eitan, ben Zima, ben Shimi, ben Yachat, ben Gershom, ben Levi. Eitan, ben Kishi, ben Avdi, ben Maluch, ben Chashavia, ben Amatsia, ben Chilkia, ben Amtsi, ben Bani, ben Shamer, ben Machli, ben Mushi, ben Merari, ben Levi. Bnei Sachar, Uzi, Rafaya, Iriel, Yachmai, Yivsam, Shmuel, Yizrachia, Michael, Ovadia, Yoel, Yishia, Yidiael, Etzbon, Uzi, Uziel, Remote, Iri, Zamira, Yoash, Eliezer, Elioenai, Ameri, Remote, Avia, Anatot, Alamet, Bilhan, Yeush, Binyamin, Ehud, Chena'ana, Zetan, Tarshish, Achishachar, Shupim, Chupim, Bnei Ir, Chushim, Bnei Achim. Nassan's prayers 2, prayer number 13, on the Kutei Moran 2, number 17. May it be your will, Hashem, our God, and God of our fathers, that in your vast compassion you will help us celebrate the Holy Shabbat with great joy and gladness, with pleasure, song, delight, and cheer. Guard me and rescue me so that I will never experience any sadness, depression, melancholy, sighs, or worry on the Holy Shabbat. May I only rejoice with all my strength on the Holy Shabbat, with all my heart, all my spirit, and all my might, with a joy that has no end or limit. That is how it is truly fitting to rejoice on the Holy Shabbat, which is such a holy and awesome day, when great gladness and mighty infinite joy in all of the worlds are aroused. The Holy Zohar and other works teach about the vast mighty joy and gladness of the Holy Shabbat. Master of the World, what can I say? How can I express everything that I wish to express in my prayer and petitioning? I know so well how far I am from prayer corresponding to the great level of the holy mitzvot, and corresponding to their great importance for all holy matters, so is the extent of my distance from them, an infinite distance, in particular from experiencing joy on the holy Shabbat, on which almost everything depends, and which constitutes the essence of coming close to you. You know the extent of the obstacles that stand before this, and how greatly they constantly rise to pull me down and keep me from the joy of the Shabbat, heaven forbid. Have mercy on me, my compassionate Father in heaven. 
Give me joy in your salvation always. Help me. Save me. Help me rejoice greatly every Shabbat without exception, the entire day from beginning to end. May I then draw the joy of the Shabbat onto the six days of the week, until I am always truly joyful, even on the weekdays. May my eyes see, my heart rejoice, and my spirit be glad in your salvation. Through the joy of the Shabbat, help me raise my emotion of fear to holy awareness. May I attain perfect fear of you with complete awareness and without any foolishness at all. You, who are the awesome, awe-inspiring master of the world, help me and save me. May I soon attain fear of your greatness, a holy fear with an awareness that is drawn from the joy of the holy Shabbat. You, who are filled with compassion, Redeemer and Savior, Deliverer and Rescuer, deliver me and rescue me. Bring me forth from slavery to freedom, from subjugation to redemption. Help me attain the joy of the Holy Shabbat, so that in your vast compassion and great kindness I will celebrate the Shabbat with an abundance of joy, wealth, and honor, and with a minimum of sins. Help me honor the Shabbat with every sort of vigor, intensity, joy, and gladness. May I multiply the delights of the Shabbat with every type of food, delicacy, and good drink. May I strive to attain beautiful clothes with which to honor the Holy Shabbat. Most importantly, please have compassion on me. Help me and save me so that I will rejoice with all my heart on the Holy Shabbat, with truly great joy and gladness, until I will emerge from slavery to freedom, from subjugation to redemption attaining perfect fear. By means of the joy and freedom of the Shabbat, may I perfect and expand my consciousness with the ultimate expansion and perfection, truly in accordance with your goodwill. In this way, may I attain perfect fear, fear that is imbued with mindfulness and that contains no foolishness at all. Help me and save me so that through holy consciousness I will raise and elevate all fallen fears to you alone. May I possess no fallen fears. May I not fear any being in the world, no government officer, no aristocrat, no human being, and no evil beast or criminal, nothing whatsoever. Only you alone will I truly fear. May your fear be upon my face so that I will not transgress. Master of the world, give me perfect, true fear. May I fear your honored and awesome name, Hashem, our God. May I fear you alone. May I trust in you and rely on you and not fear anything in the world. May the verse be realized in me, Hashem is my light and salvation. Whom shall I fear? Hashem is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Hashem is for me. I shall not fear. What can anyone do to me? I have trusted in God. I shall not fear. What can flesh do to me? Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For God, Hashem, is my strength and song. He has saved me. Draw forth waters with joy from the wellsprings of salvation. True Tranquility Master of the world, filled with compassion, you who are good and do good to all, help me truly taste the delights of the Shabbat. Help me so that I attain the joy and freedom of the Holy Shabbat. Nullify all of the subjugation of the weekdays and settle my mind perfectly without any confusion at all. On the Holy Shabbat, may no thoughts of business, career, or finance, or any worries or apprehensions at all arise in my mind and thoughts. May it be as though all of my work has been completed. 
May I attain the true tranquility, delight, and joy of the Holy Shabbat, a tranquility of love and generosity, a tranquility of truth and faith, a tranquility of peace, calm, quiet, and assurance, a complete tranquility that you desire. Give joy to the soul of your servant, because Hashem, I lift my soul to you. In your vast compassion, grant me joy always, in particular on the Shabbat and festivals. Cause me to hear joy and gladness. May the bones that you crushed exult. No one but you can gladden my soul in your mighty loving kindness, in your concealed compassion, in the merit and strength of the true tzaddikim, who are the Shabbat of every day. Sanctify us with your mitzvot and place our portion in your Torah. Satiate us with your goodness. Gladden our souls with your salvation. Purify our souls to truly serve you. And give us an inheritance, Hashem our God, in love and favor of your holy Shabbat. May all Jews who sanctify your name rest on that day. Let me know the way of life, the satiety of joy before your countenance, the pleasantness at your right hand forever. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing before you, Hashem, my rock and my redeemer.